It's time for the May 22nd, 2015 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I am Nathan Callahan. And I am Mike Caspar. And that dog you hear barking in the distance is Mahler, the discontent dog. Tid dog. <laughs> the malcontent dog. What's the, wrong, Mahler? The, the persistent dog. Today we'll be talking about British values, art attacks, cocaine fumigation, nuclear disaster, airbag malfunction, sex with Margaret Thatcher, 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 and a lot more. But first, according to a new study, the last thing that someone wants to hear when they're down and out is happy crap. You know mm. what I mean? Yes. Yeah. You're going to pull out of this. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps because you got it. You are okay. People with low self-esteem like that. Not just walking self-esteem that's low, but they've been hit with something that's bringing them down. They don't like positive reframing, framing, you know? Oh, this might be a blessing. (laughs) No, no. And they don't like that optimism and encouragement at that time. They prefer something uh, we like to call negative validating. In other words, you know, uh, well, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would be good Just to say to it. someone who's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you acknowledge it and you Come say, on. wow, that's a shame. And so they go, oh, yeah, it is a shame. And yeah. that yeah. person understands that it's a shame and it's crap. And they actually feel that people don't understand their issues and don't accept what they're feeling or what they're going through. And they don't even care about what they're going through because all they can throw at them is happy crap. Yeah. Yeah. So just say uh, shite happens. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. Just acknowledge it. And by the way, when people now, I understand when pe- you're, I understand people's impulse to want you to feel better. I get oh, that yeah. part, but acknowledging the situation and and showing some empathy will help me get past it quicker than watching, you know, Sandy Duncan. Uh, you know, oh, that's an old reference, but yeah. just what you know, whatever. Sandy Duncan. Yeah, that goes back. You know, these people that are eternally sunny and yeah. sunshiny. Yeah. You feel like they're really not connected to the real to the world you live in. I want to punch them in the face. Yeah, actually. There you that's go. what I want to there do. You go. Prime and, Minister Dave, David Cameron, there's another guy I'd yeah. like to punch in the face. Yeah. He pledged to seek broad new police powers there in England to combat the radicalization of Muslims is what he calls it. Mm-hmm. And to end what he termed passive tolerance of extremism, less than a week after his party won the majority of seats in Parliament, Cameron proposed a ban on certain beliefs and opinions that are counter to British values or which are a threat to the functioning of democracy. And who makes those that determination as to what's a threat to British values? I do! You, Cameron does! Yeah. The proposals include a new system under which the police would be able to apply for disruption orders. In other words... They could restrict the activities of people they thought were radicalizing other people. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like you and me, for example. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, Britain is a very, we think of it as just like America, but their laws like on uh, libel are very different. Like they can, the government can literally shut down publications if they feel there are things going on they don't like. Yeah. They also want a requirement that anyone subject to the new restrictions submit in advance any material to be published in print. Yeah. So they want to they want to clear everything before it gets printed. Right. But and, and you know and that's crap. Does that mean I can't say that that's crap? Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't write it down and submit it. Then yeah. you think that. But you know that there's one thing I didn't under realize about Britain that is enlightening in in light of what we're talking <laughs> talking about. 
They don't yeah. have a constitution. Yeah. It's just kind of an edict that comes down either from the queen that or from Magna parliament. Carta stuff. Magna Carta. And they base their laws. That's why they call talk about English law and all the rest. It's traditions. It's sort of what we've always done, mate. You know, that kind of thing. That was more Australian. Yeah, I know it was. Britain. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. I, my accent, I really have to work on my accents. I, 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 no, you don't. No, you I just don't. don't need to don't, use them. Don't even do it. Yeah. That's even better. Yeah. So they have just sort of traditional law. They don't have something codified like a constitution like we do. Yeah. So it's a lot different. They something. want to hold on to more of those phone call, email, and other data that they've scammed off of us. And Cam, this is Cameron's quote here. Too long we have been passively tolerant as a society, saying to our citizens, as long as you obey the law, we will leave you alone. Well, not more anymore. Jolly. As long as you obey the law, they can bug you. Yeah. 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 Cameron also proposed seizing the wages of immigrants in the country who are there illegally, treating the money as criminal proceeds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I understand he, he's uh, the, the he's, immigration and yeah. getting into a country illegally and right, all right. that, but yeah. I, I think uh, criminal proceeds is a little bit harsh to, to say yeah. someone who's actually earned something right. that there somebody else didn't get the job to do. Right. right. Uh, the self-described Islamic State yes. seized control of the ancient self-described city of <laughs> Palmyra in central self-described Syria. Mm-hmm. Palmyra is home to some of the world's most renowned historic sites and stuff like that, you know, the arty stuff. So there are fears that Daesh or the self-proclaimed Islamic, Islamic State or ISIL or ISIL or ISIS, they're going to take right. their sledgehammers and, and go, uh, go boom. bat crazy yeah. on everything. And uh, art attacks, they're going to attack the art. Because they're just idiots. Well, they are idiots, yeah. but they, and they've done it. I mean, this is not without some re- reason. They've done it wherever they've been. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. So they've got hold of a, of a of kind of a capital of of beautiful historic artworks, and God knows what it's going to look like when we get in there. And and I, I'm not trying to equate is uh, uh, Daesh with what happened at the beginning of the war in Iraq, but there is a sort of a thread here, and that is when we overthrew um, his guy's name was Saddam Hussein, I believe. Oh yeah. When yeah. we overthrew him, and, and all of the protection that the U.S. could muster in Baghdad was around the oil ministry. Yeah. And while the rest of the populace, exactly. su- uh, they sacked, they looted the museums. national museums yeah. and everything else, the, the the things that were truly national treasures. You know, it wasn't about oil, though. But it wasn't about oil. No. So, yeah. so there. Yeah, well, this is uh, apparently they've uh, grabbed half of Syrian territory right now. Uh, the Islamic yeah, State. Yeah, Syria, uh, half and of Syria. Palmyra in Syria comes as the U.S. launched a uh, airstrikes and expedited weapons shipments to the campaign to get rid of Daesh from the city of Ramadi. This Ram- is getting really complex over there. No, Ramadi's a big deal, too. Yeah. Ramadi is uh, kind of a gateway to Baghdad in many ways. Yeah, and, and, and uh, Daesh is in and has seized Ramadi. They well, did that all on of it, Sunday. or a lot of it, most yeah. of it, whatever. They have control, yeah. Yeah, and, and let us remind our listeners that our government, especially the Bush administration, right. is responsible for, partly responsible for the creation of groups like this, That's... the radicalization. If you want to know about the radicalization of Muslims, look no further than the Bush administration. 
Well, and let's just go back a little further. Look no further than the Reagan administration, the creation of uh, the uh, fighters, the the Islamic fighters in Afghanistan, which or, is where bin Laden came from. Look, look no further than Britain in the 1920s. Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. The yeah. arbitrary lines uh, and yeah. boundaries in the, in the yeah, Middle East exactly. according to oil production uh, needs. An Egyptian court sentenced former President Mohamed Morsi and 106 Muslim Brotherhood supporters to death for killing and kidnapping police. Police? Well, there was a bunch of people together, and some police died. Yeah. But they're just, yeah. Uh, it's a roundup of people. To be and, honest, this yeah. is just sum summary judgments, uh, summary executions is what yeah. they're proposing. They're also charged with conspiring with Iran, Hamas, and Hezbollah, and participating in a 20,000-man jailbreak, these, all these people, right. and stealing chickens, too. That's and one of the offenses. And, yeah. and well, stealing chickens. And stealing chickens. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, Mahler. Mahler likes his chicken, yeah, by the way. Yeah, that's the part he can relate to. Yeah, he yeah. loves those chickens. That's yeah. right, Mahler. The ruling comes in the case of a 2011 prison break one year before Morsi became Egypt's first democratically elected leader. Yeah, I, w I want to really, I want some outrage on the part of the Obama administration yeah. about what's going on in Egypt because it's a military junta that has taken over. They're re extremely repressive, jailing people, sentencing six, seven hundred people at a time to imprisonment uh, forever and or or execution. So, yeah. so nobody's no more pussyfooting. No, really, this is a and the U.S. military again. I keep saying this has been contributing heavily to the Egyptian military for decades. So. And those, uh, those we, this could be appealed, the death, oh, and, and yeah. they will be. I can't imagine they're going to actually execute Morsi, but I, I could easily be wrong about that one. Uh, it'd be shocking. Boko Haram, you know those guys. Yeah. They reportedly raped hundreds of women and girls in Nigeria as part of the deliberate strategy to assert control over rural areas, the women described being locked in houses by the dozens and raped by militants who sometimes seek to intentionally impregnate them. They got a agenda. Yeah. Guatemalan protesters are calling for President Otto Perez Molina to resign amid a corruption scandal which has forced the resignation of his vice president and tens of thousands have now taken to the streets and they're upset. Yeah. They had been and on the streets before about what Molina had done. Last month, authorities issued arrest warrants for 22 people accused of taking part in a criminal network who took bribes in exchange for lower customs taxes. Sounds like business as usual here in the U.S. Yeah, by the way, Guatemala is a particularly poor example of any sort of democratic government. And it goes back, again, going back to the 80s when uh, the Reagan administration was supporting the uh, the freedom fighters, as they call them down there in El Salvador and such. And Guatemala was among the most regi repressive regimes. And the, the documentation is thorough on the thousands, tens of thousands who were slaughtered in Guatemala back in that era. <sighs> Colombia is halting the long-running U.S.-backed toxic fumigations of its cocoa plant fields. Cocaine. Cocaine. But they're stopping that. Yeah. The fumigation. Yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. They sprayed hundreds of miles, square miles of land with chemicals in uh, to stop the production of cocaine. But now the government said that herbicide causes cancer. A little bit too late for a lot of people, but nevertheless. They have been spraying that crap for a long, yeah. long well, time. Well, you remember when Carter did yeah. the... Uh, yeah.
Mexican. Paraguay. That's what that's what Paraguay. brought the cocaine trade down further south yeah. was was the spraying of, of Mexico. Yeah. What was that stuff called? Paraquat. Paraquat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I remember that. But well, it was it was a thing at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it was probably Carter's first disappointment. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. To, well, the drug war. That yeah. the fact that he was all in on the drug war was extremely disappointing. A Navy, a uh, Royal Navy whistleblower, blower, not just a Navy whistleblower, Mm-mm. but this is an English gotcha. Royal Back Navy Britain, whistleblower who exposed okay. security problems at Britain's Trident nuclear base in Scotland. Oh, is in naval police custody after about a, after about a week on the run. He tried to get away. They yeah, got him. Yeah, yeah. He in an 18-page report published by WikiLeaks, able seaman William McNeely wrote, "We are so close to a nuclear disaster. It is shocking, and yet everybody is accepting the risk to the public." McNeely described a fire on board a submarine, the use of a missile compartment as a gym. Yeah. An alleged cover-up of a submarine collision and lax security, which makes it harder to get into most nightclubs than into restricted areas I, of a nuclear base. This was a, again, thanks to WikiLeaks, we yeah. know about this, but um, this is a pretty shocking stuff. Although I don't think it's as unusual as as it, it seems to be. Yeah, it's probably a common occurrence over there, but I'm glad that William McNeely stepped forward, and this shows you what they do with whistleblowers. Oh, and we here in the United States were having all kinds of, about a year or so ago, we were having all kinds of problems with the people who were in charge of our nuclear weapons. Yeah. They, they were cheating on tests. There was a there was kind of a mutinous attitude going on, in that, and they fired a couple of generals who were in charge because they were, they were losing control of those facilities, and... Yeah. Very significant ways. Uh, we tend to overlook our nuclear weapons. They're, they're, yeah, we like. We don't know that they're really. You're right. We don't know that they're there. Most most people yeah, don't even don't, think about it. All we're thinking about is global warming, global, yeah. or but, or not even that. You know, or or whether the immigrants are going to take our jobs away. Right. But we have ten thousand yeah. of these things. Yeah. And and eight of them, six of them, could spell the end of the world if if they were deployed in some horrible oh, way. Oh boy. The Japanese airbag manufacturer Takata has doubled its recall to nearly 34 million vehicles. That's the largest in U.S. history. But I, the airbags can explode when activated, spraying occupants with sharp metal sharp. fragments. Yeah. yeah. This is not what an airbag is supposed to do. No. Yeah. No. It's already linked to six deaths and dozens of injuries, and 10 automakers have recalled vehicles in the u.s so far why don't they recall <laughs> why why isn't all automakers i i suppose maybe they don't have them but they don't even know the cars that are that have these anymore and they can't get hold of people who are driving in these cars because they've been sold so many yeah. times they don't have a clear record right. of who's driving around with an airbag that that could send shrapnel into your car well i guess d- when did they know when did they know all right. I mean, yeah. did they know ten years ago, five years ago, a year ago, six, three months ago? Because um, oftentimes we find out that they had an inkling that this was a problem a long time before they actually did anything about it. Those are the people that should go to jail. Those people that said, "Well, let's wait for a couple of people to die before we do anything about it." Yeah. Teenager in Singapore was convicted of obscenity for post critical of Lee Kuan Yew. That's the country's founding father. So this is a teenager, mm-hmm. and he put up online some criticism of uh, Lee Kuan Yew. The great and, leader? 
Yeah, and it included an image of Lee Kuan Yew having sex with Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> so this is a, this is an offense. You can you can go to uh, well, convicted of obscenity. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> what? Maybe maybe it was pleasurable to Margaret. Who you knows? You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Margaret. Not a big That's fan. Right. of you know. You're not a big fan of what? Margaret. Apparently, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. He was getting maybe, yeah, look I at him out there with that tree. That's disgusting, Mahler. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. In Hong Kong, a wild boar fell through the ceiling of a children's clothing store and knocked over a bit of a man, uh, knocked over and bit a mannequin. He knocked over. Knocked over. You're in a children's yeah, store. All of a sudden. A wild boar comes through the ceiling. Falls to the ceiling. Yeah. Knocks over and bites a mannequin and runs into a fitting room. <laughs> That's what happened. So anything can happen in this world, Mike. Anything. A 24-year-old woman in Jiangxi, China, resumed surfing the Internet after giving birth in the bathroom of a cyber cafe. Oh, my God. Okay. So she was surfing. She pops the kid out and then surfs some more. Okay. Now that's a problem. And I'm done with international. I got one quick one, and it, okay. it's sort of borderline international because it does apply here to the United States. Uh the World Trade Organization has struck down U.S. labels on meat products indicating where an animal oh, yeah. has been raised and slaughtered, saying it put Canadian and Mexican products at a disadvantage. The case was brought by Canada and Mexico, alleging violations of NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement. The ruling validates concerns of critics of another upcoming uh, trade deal, which is the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP, which basically reinforces the notion that the rulings of these international trade organization boards can overrule and trump US law which is a big yeah. concern uh, and we'll and I know we'll ta we've talked about it in the past that basically this will give the corporations TPP will give corporations the ability to sue governments over lost profits and and this yeah. is a kind of in keeping with all of this idea that these international trade agreements actually supersede uh, national interest and in the, in the will of the people yeah. in those countries. So essentially, if for some reason we have a, a, a regulation that requires you, we inspect someone's meat for making us sick, mm -hmm. then if it costs them any money, right. they can legally sue the country for having those regulations. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Remember, they just gave uh, Senate advanced a bill to give Obama fast track authority to uh, secretly present or present the TTP or TPP, Trans Pacific. The, the Senate allows him to yeah. to fast track it. Yeah. Which the vote does. It goes to the House now. Yeah. Which is one reason to uh, support Elizabeth Warren in this matter, and yeah. also Bernie Sanders. They're the leaders on this. Yeah. Against the Trans Pacific Partnership. Such a benign name and can be so destructive, too, to what's going on well, in the world. Putting aside what we think we know about it, how about if we can just see it? This is a secret, yeah. essentially a secret document. We happen to have, I, you and I, Nathan, have had access uh, that anyone could find if they wanted to, but uh, about TPP, but we don't know the whole thing. We don't understand or are not given the opportunity to know what's in the TPP, and yet it's being voted on by the Senate and the House, and, and the president's going to fast-track it, and we don't know what's in it. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, another spat has shown how free trade packs may undermine U.S. financial regulations. Okay. Canada's finance ministers allege the Volcker rule restricting U.S. banks trading foreign debt violates NAFTA. 
and has demanded an exemption for Canada. Um, so that's just a little tie-in back to NAFTA, which yeah. is the uh, evil stepson, or not the stepson, the evil stepfather, stepfather. The, the granddad of uh, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Yeah, because there's been a number of other agreements. I know there have been other North American-related um, treaties, also South American-related treaties. It's all... It really does feel like there's this kind of other superstructure over national governments now that's in place for at least for trade. So, yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah what is it, Mother? Secret stuff? Secret stuff? Yeah. You want secret stuff? That's not what you want. You're not making it very secret, Mother. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll get on with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. No. Wow. What, what, I don't even understand what he said. What? All right. And now it's time for secret stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mama. A bitter ideological divide in Congress appeared destined to at least temporarily end the bulk collection of Americans' phone records mm. as government officials warned they would have to begin shuttering the program after today. If lawmakers do not act, look out. What will happen without the National Security Agency's Ooh, Patriot Act? What scary. will... Yeah. In yeah. a memorandum, the Justice Department said that NS, the NSA would need an act to ensure that it does not engage in any unauthorized collection. That was... We read, told you about that last week. Yeah. Or, use, uh, or use of the data should the program not be extended before a June 1st deadline. The memo, along with the comments by F. FBI Director James Comey puts pressure on lawmakers to act at a time when re congressional Republicans remain divided over NASA, or not NASA, NSA, yeah. the NSA's gathering of all this uh, information. Yeah. Rand Paul, you know that guy, yeah. Republican <clears throat> senator, he staged uh, what he called a, a, a self-proclaimed, all these self-proclaimed things, a yeah. filibuster a fil to protest the extension. He, he was uh, aided by seven Democrats, three Republicans. They gave speeches to keep it going along. The mm -hmm. House approved a measure last week that calls for ending the bulk collection. Right. We know about that. Right. But Republican leaders in the Senate say they want to keep the bulk spying. And then there are people like Rand Paul that say, I want to get rid of the bulk spying. Right. <sighs> right. And just so, so you know, that, that that's self-described. It wasn't really a filibuster because he actually wasn't talking during the debate on this yeah, bill. Yeah. He was talking during a debate on something else. Yeah. So it wasn't a filibuster exactly, but it went on for ten and a half hours. Give Rand Paul credit for for standing up and at least bringing this uh, issue to the attention of a lot of people. I give him credit for that. Um, also, if they could so show the American people, I'm, I wouldn't be in favor of it, I think, almost under any circumstances, but if they can point to one case in which this has been actually helpful in stopping a terrorist attack, which yeah. they have not been able to do, they've lied about the instances where they said it was a factor, uh, other than what I keep coming back to is mass surveillance is as much about monitoring the political activity of the people in your country as it is about trying to figure out who's trying to attack your country. In fact, in some ways, it's probably more about that. Let's speculate, yes. okay? Yes. I would speculate that very soon we're going to see in the news that they did stop an attack. Okay. Okay, yeah. So yeah. They've yeah, got some yeah. information, yeah. Yeah. and so, it was able to stop a, we a terrorist attack. Yeah. They'll arrest a group of people, right. and they'll draw out some. And, and five years from now, we'll discover that no, they re this really didn't stop the attack. Right. Right. They got this information from a... Uh, uh, 
from another person yeah. who literally told them that was going to happen. Right. Right. But anyway, yeah. you know where I'm going. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, the NSA and its closest allies plan to hijack data links to Google and Samsung app stores to infect smartphones with spyware, a top secret document from Eddie Snowden reveals. Mm -hmm. So they're going to get into your iPhones. They're already in there. They're already in there. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of crazy. The surveillance project was launched by a joint electronic eavesdropping unit called the Network Tradecraft Advancement Team. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, what, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, which includes spies from each of the countries in the Five Eyes Ooh. Alliance. Mm. That would be the U.S., Canada, United Kingdom, New Zealand, and Australia. And the, and don't forget the Masons are involved as well. The Masons? The, yeah, the Masons. Harvey Mason? Yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Masons. The Masons. What do you say? Oh, are you just trying to go off there and yeah, turn it into this crazy conspiracy? Yes. No, the, this is happening. The Illuminati. They're I'm big, sorry. They, no, I know. They, I'm they illegally I know. plan to hijack data links to uh, Google and Samsung app stores. Yeah, I, I know, I'm sure they are. Yeah. I mean, why? Yeah. And yet we're, we're wondering whether we should stop this bulk collection of data. It ain't going to matter anyway. No. Because they're going to do it illegally if they can't do it legally. You're carrying around the ultimate spy apparatus. Uh -huh. I carry it around. I am, I, you know, you're voluntarily giving them every bit of information about most of your life. I've so. got a socket in my pocket, <laughs> is what you're saying. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Also, a collective of anonymous New York City activists thought the NSA reform didn't go far enough. And yeah. what they did is they placed a bunch of tape recorders around the city. And they record, you know, in little places where they knew they record conversations. Mm -hmm. And then they uploaded those conversations online. So these are people that didn't know they were being recorded. And now they have their private conversations uploaded online for awesome. everyone to listen to. So people are pissed about it. That yeah, they and, were recorded, right? Yeah, they were pissed that they were recorded. And, and it shows people, <laughs> so, yeah, you can't. This is what's happening. Yeah, that's a great idea. What the heck you going? Wow, wow, wow. You? Hats off to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh -oh. right, Mahler. He's he's upset about this whole thing. Right? I don't blame him. Yeah. For once, I, I'm with you on this, Mahler. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for Drones in the News. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mahler. U.S. military scientists. Okay. That's all. <laughs> okay. They have invented a miniature drone that fits into the palm of your hand, ready to be dropped from the sky like a mobile phone with wings. Ooh, ooh. just a little drone. Mm -hmm, a little. Happy drone. <laughs> the micro air vehicle is what they call it. Yeah, Jesus. Is named after the insect that inspired its invention, the cicada. Oh, or cicada. Cicada. You know. cicada. Yeah. Which spends years underground before appearing in great swarms, reproducing, and then dropping to the ground dead. That's something I've always wanted to Jeez. name. Yeah. We will put so many of these out there, it'll be impossible for the enemy to pick them all up, said Aaron Kahn of the Naval Research Laboratory. So, in I other wondered words, about this. This thousands something of little about. baby drones yeah. just swarming. Yeah. Also... Yeah. Police agencies across the nation are increasingly using drones to improve public safety, but they need clear. They need uh, operations policies. Mm -hmm. So that's what uh, that's what this International Association of Chiefs of Police 
in San Diego. They had a conference down there, and they said, we need some policies. We just can't go helter-skelter. And they actually seemed to, to be thoughtful about this. They said, we need to engage with the public. We just can't have a policy without some public input. So this was a good uh, group of folk getting together, trying to figure out what to do. They estimated that a helicopter, for what it's worth, this is what they, why they want to do this. A helicopter mm -hmm. runs at least uh, $1.8 million before being equipped. That's before being equipped with all that law enforcement gear that cost about 575 an hour to run, dollars an hour. $600 mm -hmm. an hour to run, and that's not counting the crew. Wow. Yeah. Drone systems average about $30,000. That's against almost $2 million and cost $20 an hour to run. Wow. Now, it only, they only can do about a third of the operations that the helicopters can do, but it's still a substantial savings for any sort of uh, police work. And I got to say, in some cases, yeah. they need drones to right. check things out. Right, right. I and agree. It, yeah. <sighs> Also, the Air Force is scheduled to conduct its fourth launch of the X-37B spacecraft, the drone that looks like a shrunken-down version of the space shuttle. Mm -hmm. And we still don't know exactly what it does. That's right. It goes up into orbit, yeah. and it's secret. And it's and it's usually up there for a long time. Oh, yeah. long time. It's built by Boeing. Yeah. It's flown just three times. After its first flight, it became the first U.S. spacecraft to land autonomously, just on its own. <laughs> And the last time it was launched in 2012, it stayed in space almost two years. Yeah. And landed last October. Yeah. Yeah. And also, just for what it's worth, the Air Force is looking to relieve stress on drone pilots by reducing the number of missions they fly. Drone operators now fly about 60 missions per day. Per day. Yeah. Instead of, and they, oh, they want to get it down to 60 Oh, a day. my wow. goodness. They, they do 65 now. It hardly seems like worth the after, effort, really. <sighs> 65 to 60? Why don't you cut it down to about 50? I yeah, think yeah, you'd that... start being more relieved of stress at that point. What, is that a function of not having enough qualified people to do it, I wonder? Or is it uh, just, I, I, it's a cost-effective? I, mean, I think that's, that's cost, what it is. Thing, yeah. uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to do it. They have training schools everywhere to do it. They're, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. President Obama. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention we're going over to domestic news. Let's now. do that. Would you like a little segue, Mom? Oh, do you have that. anything to say? No? <laughs> that's nice. That's yeah. Nice. That's good. That's, that's a good segue. That is a great segue. Yeah. He's, uh, President Obama unveiled an executive order restricting the federal provision of military equipment to local police departments. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's, it's good. It's qualified. It's not good. great. And you, you'll tell me why. It bars police from receiving weaponized aircraft, grenade launchers, and armored vehicles. Now, they shouldn't have this stuff anyway. Yeah, this what is What were no they brainer. doing with this stuff? Yeah, exactly. This but is not but like they me. can still uh, get riot shields and tank-like mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicles. AMRAMs? Yeah, MRAPs or M whatever. MRAPs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they can still get these ridiculous military-looking stuff, which which I think provokes any sort of public I'll tell public, you, I'll tell you, you know, that, that photo, protest. Uh, those, that footage from Ferguson with that, that sniper on the top of that armored personnel carrier going back is an image that it, it should be seared into the minds of every American that that's what present-day policing looks like yeah. in certain in certain situations, in a lot of situations. And that was spooky. And I don't think most people had any real understanding of that's where we're at, militarization of police. Yeah. 
clockwork. So. It doesn't seem to make things calm. No, it doesn't. It, Does, you know. Isn't that what they're supposed to do right at that point in time? I know they want to arrest some people, well, well, but was, what they want to do is provoking people. Well, they. by the way, last week we talked about a story about the reports. I know I think it was Ferguson even reports on on, you know, police activities. And there was their intel referred to the protesters as enemy forces. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I No, no. Those are citizens who are upset because a lot of people in their community keep getting shot. Yeah. They're upset about that. They're not enemy forces. So this is not a this is not a good way to go. Uh, a prolonged and mysterious die-off of the nation's honeybees worsened last year. According to an annual survey, about 5,000 beekeepers reported losing 42.1% of their colonies in the 12-month period that ended in April. That is well above the 34.2%, so it's 10% more Yeah. reported in the same periods in 2013 and 2014. And it's the second highest loss recorded since we first were finding this in 2010. And we keep losing them. Yeah. We're not getting... They're not like expanding and then we oh we lost a bunch more i'm sure there is some growth but we're losing a lot of our bees this is attrition right now Uh, and And you're going to get to a point in in our 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 domestic bee population that its ability to regenerate is going to practically go away now they're working they're bioengineering some bees up yes yeah that's right some super bees or some kind of thing but still that kind of that frightens me a little bit we we had a good thing and it would seem to me that you'd want to find well, out. Well, I don't what's know. Let's causing... stop using Roundup and insecticides yeah. on the plants that these bees land on. How's that for an? Let's just try that. Uh, How about that? Okay. But, yeah. Um, one other thing about that. We can't now... do that though, Mike, because people wouldn't be able to make money. Yeah. And see? and yeah. And and places like in the Trans Pacific Partnership. Yeah. They they wouldn't want you to like prevent shipping uh, yeah. Roundup to China, say, because. Who knows? Yeah. So some company might lose money in China. Yeah. Forget about the fact that it would kill off the bee population. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You're right. What was I thinking? Yeah. By the way, we now sh- uh, move bee, uh, bee populations around the country. We transport them around the country for almond crops and, uh, and all kinds of different yeah. crops. That's what because, we're down to is because moving Because they, they, yeah. they're, ende- they're not endemic enough in these areas where they actually are growing these these uh this food so we have to ship them around the country in order to make it happen it's not ship them around the country and apparently what the frightening part to some people about this study was that the honeybee death spiked in the summer and that's the 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 high time for bees that's when they really should be exploding in their population and they were diving at that time their deaths were (sighs) spiking U.S. House of Representatives, you know that place. Yeah. They voted to place limits on funding for scientific research, yeah, including climate change. That would be the House Republicans. Yes. That's what they, they, they They're don't in control. Wanna, They're in control. Yeah, they don't want to fund climate change studies. And, you, you know, I'm all for that. If they do something about climate change, yeah. we know it exists, but these people don't even recognize yeah. that. Yeah. Let's go with that. We don't. All right, House Republicans, I'm 100% with you on this. No more research. Yeah. Okay. Let's start spending money on actually fixing or attempting to mitigate the effects of global. Uh, Under the Republican plan, geoscience research, including climate research, shrinks about 8%. And uh, green energy programs would be hit, too, on all this, Mm. which is good because we God knows we need Mm. more uh, fracking going on. Fossil fuel. Four U.S. cancer charities are being accused of massive fraud. 
Federal Trade Commission says the groups funneled some $187 million into top officials' pockets. The charities are the Cancer Fund of America, Cancer Support Services, Children's Cancer Fund of America, and the Breast Cancer Society. Could be the largest charity fraud case in history. Which is a shame, because I know there's a lot of good cancer research out there. And you got to remember, too, it's all such a vague thing. Because cancer is a hundred different diseases. Right. right. And, and to lump them all together is uh, misleading. Just completely misleading. To you, There is no one cure for cancer. No. Just isn't. No. Governor Jay Inslee declared a statewide drought emergency for Washington State. Really? Yeah. 16% of average snowpack up there. And water in left, Washington? Yeah. Water levels in rivers and streams drying to a trickle, not seen since the 1950s. Oh they had a big drought up there. And uh, they're expecting a big fire season up there, in, especially in the mountain ranges where they don't have any snow. And guess what happens when you get a lot of fires? It contributes to global warming. Yeah. And you need water to put them out. And you need water to put them out. Yeah. Uh, but what, one thing he said is, unlike the one we have here in California, this isn't going to affect the people of Washington as much as it's going to affect the agriculture of Washington. Oh. At least, and of course, that affects the people of Washington. Right. But nevertheless, apparently Spokane and Seattle are, are doing good as far as their water supplies go. Okay. California. That's where we are, Mike. Mm-hmm. We declared a state of emergency for Santa Barbara County after a ruptured pipeline leaked into the uh, Pacific Ocean yeah. oil, and it was it wasn't an operational one, as I heard too. It was it no. was like a, they had shut this thing down. Yeah, and it's suspect that the oil was coming from like a reservoir that they just left out there. They're not required by the EPA to do anything about. They can just shut it down, mm. seal up a pipe, and walk away. Mm-hmm. And that's it, what I hear is what happened. Yeah, where it yeah. got into a culvert and it yeah. went out to sea. Yep. Right? The estimated spill size has gone up to 105,000 gallons, and uh, it's expanded out more than nine miles. Yeah. It gets really ugly up there when, it, when the last spill we had. I think it was in the 70s. 78, I believe. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it really transformed that city for about a decade. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess if there was if there was something that good came of it, it really was kind of a, a, a catalyst for the environmental movement in, yeah. in California. And we were able to ban offshore oil drilling. This was a, a Union 76 oil drill that had burst and caused all that yeah. damage. Meanwhile, a 2010 BP, that's British Petroleum oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico, caused an unprecedented number of fatal diseases in roughly 1,300 dolphins. Over the course of five years, this is according to a National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration study. Up to now, the link between oil spill exposure and dolphin death has been inconclusive, but now oh. they figure, yeah, inconclusive. It's the dispersants and the oil, but it's yeah. the dispersants. That's what's killing the, the, the dolphins. Yeah, what we put down well, to they, get rid of the oil n- is causing more deaths than the oil itself. That's right. What we put on the oil to make it disappear yeah, so we didn't, didn't get rid see of it. it. Yeah. yeah, it didn't get rid of it. We <laughs> yeah. just didn't see it, and therefore, yeah. you know, they didn't have to suffer the PR hit. Yeah, I misspoke. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, also, subsidies for fossil fuels that cause climate change have soared since 2013. You know what I'm saying here? Okay. Same. A new study from the International Monetary Fund revealed that oil, gas, and coal costs will be subsidized $5. trillion a year in 2015. Five 
point whatever three trillion dollars. Three trillion. Okay. Oil, gas. We're paying yeah. for for our own death. Is essentially yeah, for what's going one of the on. most profitable industries in the world, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're actually we're being, actually. our taxes are going to subsidize an industry that's polluting the world. Yeah. 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 The last time the International Monetary Fund ran the data, it calculated uh, the subsidies were $1.9 So it's gone up like threefold. Yeah. Figures larger than the health spending. The health spending of all the world's governments combined. Yes. It's more than that. It's more than that. Yeah. It's more than that. We are subsidizing our death more than we're subsidizing our health. Coal's the biggest recipient. Uh, and that's enough. I don't want to talk oh, about it. So and, and the Boston Marathon bomber was sentenced to death. Uh, um, a couple other, just one other, in, there's another couple of environmental uh, issues. In Texas, yeah. um, Republican Governor Greg Abbott, who's a, just an asshat, okay, has signed a new measure preventing cities and towns from banning yeah. oil and gas drilling or fracking. Yeah. They, 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 they can't ban you it anymore. Can't do it. Yeah. You can't. You can't ban. Yeah. Fracking. You can't stop somebody from screwing up your environment. So. Yeah. 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 And also in Texas, those uh, Texas charge 170 members of rival motorcycle oh, gangs yeah. Yeah. with engaging in an organized crime, following a shootout which left nine people dead in Waco, and they say the dispute was over a parking space. Uh, what's noticeable about this is nobody's calling these guys thugs. Yeah. Yeah. They're just happy motorcycle uh, guys. These guys, you know. Veterans with away. nothing to do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, a Republican-controlled <laughs> Senate took its first step toward fulfilling a GOP promise to roll back key parts of the sweeping 2010 law that overhauled financial industry regulations and oversight. The Senate Banking Committee voted 12 to 10 along party lines to loosen parts of the Dodd-Frank reform. That ain't no good. Mm. Nebraska lawmakers have voted to abolish the death penalty. Yeah. That is good. What the hell? A federal appeals court rejected claims by the University of Notre Dame that the federal accommodation process to the birth control benefit in the Affordable Care Act substantially burdened the university's religious rights. So it does not, is what they're saying. It okay. does not burden the, the uh, university's religious rights. And Los Angeles became the nation's largest city to approve a significant increase to the minimum wage. By yeah. 2020, we're yeah. going to go up to $15 an hour. Yeah. And that's that's still not enough to afford a decent apartment in the city. No, it's not. But yeah. 15 is better than 9 Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm, but absolutely. But you, you know, and hopefully. And, and, and the, the cost that most businesses, the rise in what they're going to have to charge you to make up for this is... Very little. Yeah. Very, yeah. very little. You shouldn't be able... You shouldn't feel it that much. You get a lot more raises just to pay for CEO's bonuses. And by the way, you're less likely to have to subsidize those people's lives through yeah. welfare, issue, welfare programs and things that, that they need in order to survive and keep their children healthy yeah and you might have a happier society yeah gee and by the way the good thing about that proposal is is, is i believe this one for los angeles will also tie increases to the minimum wage to the cost of living which is a that new, is good a new wrinkle instead yeah, that, of instead of having necessary. to battle for another minimum wage it will actually continue to go up as the cost of living goes up as well Six Baltimore police officers were indicted on substantially the same charges they already face in connection with the death of freddie gray you know him, the fatally yes, injured yes, while yes. being transported, the, the 
broken spine there. Mm-hmm. California Medical Association abandoned its 30-year opera- op- opposition to physician-assisted suicide. So they're not, they're not against physician-assisted suicide anymore. CMA, California Medical Association, that's a major hurdle to a bill currently being debated in the state legislature. It is the first state medical association in America to do so. The CMA's decision comes as the End of Life Option Act is coming up for a vote. And that would uh, that bill would make California uh, also a partner with Oregon, Montana, Washington, and Vermont in legalizing assisted suicide. Good. Yes, absolutely. I want that option. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I'm, I am deadly serious. I, I want to be able to make that decision. A Florida mailman who made national headlines when he flew a tiny personal aircraft known as a gyrocopter onto the lawn of the U.S. Capitol has been indicted. Doug Hughes was carrying letters to every member of Congress urging them to address corruption and to pass campaign finance reform. You know, what this points out is that people, they're desperate to get their opinions, which are very valid, yeah. in front of the public mind. Yeah. You can't do it anywhere except some sort of sensationalism. You can't do it anymore except to get arrested. And he fade, char, he's faced with uh, six counts carrying a maximum of nine and a half years in prison to do this. Another hero. Yeah, another hero. Yeah. And you're right. Absolutely right. And it did get people's attention. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. We just need to get money out of politics, period. That way we wouldn't be subsidizing oil companies to kill us. According to a new study, people are migrating into areas where the heat due to climate change is likely to increase more. So we are actually moving to the areas we're going, that are going to be most impacted by climate change. Ugh. Here in the United States, the study highlighted the Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, and Atlanta, Charlotte, Raleigh corridors as the places where the effect looks the greatest. And uh, I, I'm done with oh, my end here. Yeah, I think you, as usual, you did an outstanding job of covering the major issues in front of the electorate. Well, the, you know, there's one there's one little one, and I Good. want to kind of bring this up. On, I guess on uh, Hardball with Chris Matthews, I most most of the time thinks an asshat, but he, he had this guy on from the Bush administration, a guy named Michael Morell, who was a who was a, a, a brief he would brief. Uh, oh yeah, I know it's Cheney going on, yeah. uh, on you know and um. Well, you I, know, I, what's, I, what's, I just got to preface this. This guy has a book deal right now. Yeah. He's he has his book is out. He wants to sell books, so he's going to say something. Uh, anything to get noticed. Yeah. And this is what he said. Yeah, yeah, basically Matthews had him on, and I won't run through the entire dialogue that happened, but basically Chris Matthews said, you know, when he was asked about Cheney's claim that Saddam Hussein was seeking mass weapons of mass destruction, nuclear weapons, was that true? And the guy hemmed and hawed about it, and basically finally Matthews finally got him to admit that, no, it wasn't true, but then when then in Matthew's section, well, well, then when you heard him on Face the Nation or Meet the Press say that it was true, yeah. what were you thinking? And he basically said, it wasn't my job. Yeah. That's not my job to, you know, to tell people that this guy's lying about what he's saying, about what we know, yeah. what they know. So, I don't know. I just say got a little a bit well, of Well, that happens, happens here at UCI all the time, too. Right. Not, not as serious consequences, but nevertheless, people, right. people are, uh, they want to keep their jobs. They don't want to open their mouths. Yeah, and Hillary's saying, I made a mistake on the vote yeah. to go and into people, war. You see what happens when people do uh, voice their opinion yeah. and, and fly into areas or, or whistleblow and, and expose that yeah. the government is corrupt. They get thrown into prison. Yep, yep. 
right. Yeah, so that's they're, it. That's all. They're I just, okay. Uh, and finally, a 34-year-old Oklahoma man pleaded guilty to asphyxiating his 58-year-old stepfather by pulling the older man's underwear over his head and around his neck. I did a horrible thing, said the stepson, when I gave him that wedgie. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.